All right, here we go. Episode three. I'm just going to be a little quick thing here. Talk about a couple of things that I've kind of been kicking around and as well as a little little news thing going on. It's, I don't think it's probably covered by news, but I'm going to call it news because it's something going on. And honestly, I find it kind of interesting. It's kind of fun to keep up with. So thanks for joining me on the Coffee Break Podcast. I'm Alan, and we'll get this started. So I've been watching this thing on the Facebook uh, page uh, called Boneyard Safari. And Boneyard Safari Photography, I think, is the other one. But they're covering an airplane that is being moved from the Boneyard uh, Aircraft Salvage out in Arizona. I think it's near Tucson or something. But if you're familiar with anything Air Force or Boneyard or any type of historian stuff for that, you know, you've, you've probably heard of it. It's kind of a graveyard or, you know, as they call it, Boneyard for airplanes. So it's a, what it is, it's a 19, I don't even remember the year, and I'm going to send it on here now. But it's a retired Air Force B-52 bomber. It's a Stratus Fortress, Stratofortress, rather, uh, nicknamed Damage Inc. 2. Uh, it looks like it was, it's been in storage for a while, and I guess it was pulled out of storage and taken to, like, a nearby Air Force base. I think it's called, like, Pima or Pima. I'm sure I'm hacking that name. I'm not familiar with it. But it's the uh, Pima Air and Space Museum where they disassembled it. It's on a journey from near Tucson, Arizona, to Oklahoma City. And that's what kind of made it interesting is... It's coming here, and if you haven't caught on, that's where we're, we're from, is Oklahoma City area. So that was it kind of caught my attention that it'd be coming through here, and just the size of it, and I've worked around transportation for a long time, and, you know, and seen a lot of oversized things, and this really stood out uh, because of the length of it. I'm not exactly sure the dimensions, but if you've, if you, if you've seen one up close or fly over you or pictures or whatever, videos... You know, it's a, a very large plane, and uh, it's it's taken a lot of time to move it and to disassemble it, but it, the fuselage, which is the body of the plane, is coming here to Oklahoma City as well as a wing. I think I said left wing is going to be coming here uh, to a Boeing facility. I'm sure that's probably over here by, by the Air Force Base. I'm not familiar with all that, but I do know that, that a lot of that goes on over in that area. But what kind of made this stand out to me is it's being trucked here from Arizona by a truck, you know, by a highway, by trucks. And it's been disassembled as much as it can, and now it's just a really long fuselage. And what's interesting is the length of it is amazing. Uh, you see these pictures that I'm looking at. It's, it's crazy. Uh, and with that, I'm going to add this page that I'm looking at, newsfeed, onto the podcast Facebook page. I just got the Facebook page up and going. It is, if you search for it, it's the Coffee Break Podcast. And if you want to search for the Facebook handle, it's at the Coffee Break Podcast 405. Actually, I think we changed it to OKC. Yeah, they changed it to OKC for it. But it'll be on there on that page, I'm going to share it on there. So if you're 
interested in reading it or just following it up, seeing the pictures that I'm looking at, feel free to. Uh, it'll be there, and you can kind of follow some of the other little rabbit holes that goes along with this. Uh, the website I'm getting this from is part of what I'll be sharing. It's from thedrive.com. Uh, the photography and all of this stuff is being this is being followed by Boneyard Safari. Uh, that's their Twitter name, Facebook name, and there's also on Facebook Boneyard Safari Photography, as I found. Uh, so if you want to follow along, that's what it is. I mean, this is recent. This just left January 7th, I think, is when they started the journey. But to kind of give you an idea, the trailer, the load, the trucks, all of it itself is many escorts. You know, probably with a lot of help from law enforcement because of, you know, closures they're having to do for turning or, you know, for just narrow pass, you know, passing by narrow areas. Now, it's crazy to think what, you know, what it's taking to do this. Uh, anyways, it, it's, it's taking up two lanes. So they're having to move over every so often, you know, every five miles, uh, give or take for the traffic that's been building up behind it to be able to go around them for a little while. Kind of help clear that traffic up. Uh, I was reading that they were able to go just barely 50 miles uh, after leaving the Pima Museum, and it took over six hours to do that. So that's that's insane. I can only imagine what it's going to be like as they, you know, go through cities and go through you know, the highways and the passes, you know, different passes all the way from there to, you know, to here to Oklahoma City. It's going to be really interesting. It looks like it's going to be here partially for testing. And I saw a couple of different things that popped up for why it's going to be here, but for the most part, it looks like it's going to be a lot of for testing. And then I read somewhere part of it's going to be used for in a museum setting, but I don't think that was accurate because I have not seen I have not seen anything else on this plane about that other than that one source. And I don't, I don't even know what it was called. It was just kind of a weird pop-up. Um, but this gun or this, this plane, you know, has a tail gunner and I was reading that, you know, of course it's building up a following, especially of onlookers. And then there's even some veteran air crew uh, that it says in the article that have actually got to interact with that plane again, you know, come see it, you know, when it's passing by or if they catch it where it stopped at, you know, be able to walk up and it's, that's air crew that have actually served on that plane. So I can only imagine what's going through their minds, you know, being, you know, right there on the side of the road or, you know, wherever they're at, at an intersection watching and seeing a plane go down the highway that they've they have been in and flown in and taken off and landing just what they've seen. And, you know, just amazing that they're getting to see it again, you know, but obviously from a way different point of view. And I'm sure if that plane could talk, that would be, it would have a lot of stories to tell. And it's a really neat thing to kind of see and truly respect the history of things like that, as well as the veterans that, you know, that were a part of it. So I just wanted to share that on here. It's kind of interesting. And like I said, I'm going to share this page to the Facebook page so you can check it out. Uh, you know, like I said, maybe you might want to follow it along. They said it could take several weeks to get here uh, with as 
you know, with all the stopping and all the special procedures that is going into it and all the strategies to be able to navigate turns and corners and highways and, like I said, overpasses, underpasses, it's just these pictures are crazy. That's all I can say is until you see them, they, I mean, it's really hard to, to really paint that picture for you without you actually looking at it. Uh, but it's definitely very interesting. You know, please check that out. Uh, to kind of step away from that, like I did say just a minute ago, we are on Facebook now and I'm excited to, you know, to say that, you know, again, it's the coffee coffee break podcast and i i i was correct i'm sorry i kind of had it backwards for a second because i had to make some changes but it is called the coffee break podcast okc if you search for the at handle on facebook but it is up and running uh, i know in this last episode kind of touched a little bit on fishing and a little bit of a fishing story and I, i'm kind of piggybacking off that because as we get further into the year, I know for me, I get a little antsy and ready to get back out fishing. So if any of you are big with fishing or anything outdoors, that you're probably just as ready as I am, if not more, more ready than I am. Uh, if you're local here to Oklahoma City, I've mentioned before, I'm going to mention again, there's several close to home uh fishing spots that are you know the city ponds city lakes uh, they call them close to home close to home i'm sorry uh you know they're scattered a little bit of everywhere i think there's um so there's one in mustang yukon all over oklahoma city uh i think there's one by choctaw that was considered a close to home fishing so if you're local to this area or close by or passing through and you just want to change it up from, you know, large lakes or wherever you you normally fish. We have these around here and, and I bring it up because I think it's something that is maybe overlooked, but if you are the kind of person that wants to get out and fish, maybe take your kids fishing, grandkids, grandparents, parents, whatever, you know, whoever you desire, uh, just, I want to talk about a few of these places because they are, they're nice and easily accessible. You don't have to, you know, deal with a lot of heavy traffic boat wise. Cause you know, at the smaller city ones, like the ponds that I'm speaking about specifically, boats aren't allowed at them. Uh, I think there's some tubes that are allowed and like small fishing kayaks, maybe at a few of them. I've seen people doing it at them. I know there's a couple that do have signs that it is allowed. I don't know which ones it's allowed at. If you decide to go to them and that's what you're about, you know, check out your regulations before you do something that might get you in trouble. You know, Oklahoma Department of Wildlife, City of Oklahoma City, or wherever you're at, you know, Yukon may have different regs than Oklahoma City. I, I don't know how that works for this, for what they call the close to home fishing. So check check that out before you jump on it, but. I would like to bring up a few, like I said, on like on a past show, past episode. Oklahoma stocked two of them this year near Oklahoma City with trout. It's going to be Route 66 Park in Yukon, if you don't know where that's at. But you know where Lake Overholster's at? It is straight west, just a few feet from Overholster. Not even a quarter of a mile. 
and I think that road that it's actually on is, I want to say it's 23rd Street. So if you're familiar with that area, that's close to where it's at. On the west side of Lake Overholster, off 23rd Street, like I said, Route 66 Park. They have a few things over there, skate park, playground, uh, like a canopy area, I guess, for picnics and whatnot. Good walking trail, but it's pretty open fishing. There's not a whole lot of trees on the east side of the pond. There is uh, some pretty good brush, like cattails, pretty good vegetation, if that's what you're that's what your preference is fishing in i know that i've thrown quite a few top waters over there and you know had some had some okay luck nothing record breaking which that's not what i'm there for anyway i'm just there for a good time but it's not too awful bad over there i think it's fairly shallow i haven't checked that area on depth but i might do that next time i'm out that way go and toss out my fish finder and see what it looks like under underwater over there i'm kind of curious now uh, the other place I think is called Edwards Park in Edmond. That one is now stocked with trout this year. I know they used to do DeLisi Park over off, I believe, 50th. I, I don't think they did that this year. I've not found anything on that. But Edwards and Route 66, I'm not familiar with Edwards Park, so I won't even try to try to talk anything about it. I've never even... I've probably driven by it, but I've never fished it or been there. So I'll check it out and do a, may do a short episode on it down the road. Uh, obviously when it warms up, I'm not, I'm not real big on trout, but I am, I do plan on trying it out, but I'm probably going to go over to the one here in near uh, Lake Overholster to try that out. If I get a chance to go, uh, if you're, South Oklahoma City area, or you go through there, 119th Street near I-44. Uh, there's a soccer field area that's fairly common. Seems to be growing. They've added a lot to it over the last couple of years. That's a a really good place if you want to get out and not have to deal with a lot of people. There, same thing, playground, lots of walking trails all around it. Two different ponds. I fished both. One's better than the other for me, but I've talked to a couple people out there that had the very opposite experience, and that's fun to teach their own. You know, different different people have different styles, different preferences, baits, speeds, everything, so it makes sense. We know that it, it makes complete sense why, you know, different people would have different luck at each one, but it's called South Lakes. I think it's probably one of my favorite ones to go to. Uh, there for a while, pretty much every night uh, when it was warmer and I still go even when it's cooled off I'll go out there and fish for a little while but just wanted to bring those up I know that a lot of people that are local around here you fish this area you know you probably if you don't venture far out of Oklahoma City you're probably doing Oklahoma River which there again, I don't know much about it. Not really my style, but I'll probably give it a shot. And I say that I haven't yet, but eventually it may happen. But if, you know, if smaller ponds isn't your thing, you know, I get it. If you're a private pond kind of person and you have places to go, I get it. That's, that's sometimes the best. But if you prefer the bigger lakes, and of course, obviously we have 
some larger lakes around here, Thunderbird, Draper, Overholster, Hefner, Lake El Reno, you want to get a little further west, Arcadia. You want to go a little little ways north of the city, right there in Edmond. You know, and just you go to Oklahoma Department of Wildlife and look up city city lake fishing or close to home fishing, I think is what it pops up now. Uh, you can kind of get an idea of what I'm talking about. You can see a list. Uh, there was a spot on that website where you could see who has had fish stocked at them. I did not see that pop up the other day when I was looking at it, uh, but I have seen it recently, but I didn't write down everything because I don't, I don't chase the, the stocked areas. I just kind of go where I, where I want to go. I, I, to me, it's a little bit more fun doing it that way, but that's just for me. I get it. No, not everybody's going to be the same way. And I respect, very much respect that. So I hope everybody's week's going good. It's been a little chilly here lately, a little windy, but we are chipping away at this winter. I know I'm ready to, to get out of the hoodie and back into the t-shirt and get to enjoy that warmer weather. And uh, no coffee update tonight. Actually, skipped the coffee and went to just iced iced tea tonight. So shame on me for jumping on the coffee break and not even having a cup of coffee. It won't happen again. I will hold myself to having coffee during these episodes. I don't know why. It's just kind of the way that I wanted to go with it. In past conversations, that's how it was, and told them that's what I'm going to stick with. So a few guests coming up. I know I've said that. This is only episode three. I'm trying to get some things worked out with a few people. And uh, some of you that are local that, that know me are probably going to know some of the people that will be on here. And, you know, and a few of them you, you may not know. And especially if you're not from here, I have friends that are really close friends, really good friends that, uh, I'd like to have on here that I think can can bring a little bit to the show and, you know, help keep things interesting and just keep building on this foundation that I'm still trying to lay down here. I mean, just people from different types of backgrounds, you know, military, trucking, law enforcement, you know, a lot of, a little bit of everything really. And you know, just different career paths, different lifestyles, you know, growing up in different areas. I grew up outside of town. I wouldn't say far out in the country because I'd be lying to you, but I, I didn't grow up in town. And I can tell you, compared to some of my friends that are from further out or further further out in the county or further into the city, man, it is night and day how we do some things. You, you probably wouldn't think so. All of us coming from the same, you know, central Oklahoma area, but it's kind of funny that the cha- the differences, I don't know if it's like that for everyone, but I know for, for my little circle, it, it is definitely kind of funny. And I think it'll be nice to get, to get that on here and just kind of share that. I know it's probably a common thing, but it's kind of what we are. I have some other stories to share and memories to talk about that, you know, you might find entertaining or, you know, funny, but I'm glad that you're checking us out. 
please like, share, follow. Like I said, we're on Facebook. We're on multiple podcast platforms now. And uh, still slowly getting the ball rolling. It takes time, but I appreciate each and every one of you that is taking the time out of your day to check us out, to listen. Uh, Now that we're on Facebook, I'm going to try to post different things, what I do talk about on there. I don't want to just talk about something and not put a source. So that's probably where I'll do it at is the Facebook page. That way, if you want to follow along or you want to see it with your own eyes, see the pictures that I'm talking about, I'll put it there. If I talk about anything else that I'm getting information from a source, that's where I'll, that's where I'll put it. You know, no matter what it is, news article or a book I've read, I'll put something on there. That way you can kind of see it. I might add a link to it. But that's where I'll do a majority of that. But thank you for being a part of this coffee break or tea break tonight. So ready to get the get the week over with and get it get on to next weekend. Thanks for checking us out. And until next time. Bye.